Hello and welcome to Back to Basics Birthing. My name is Vicki Hobbs and I'm here to guide you, support you and provide you with information so you're feeling excited and confident about your birth. Birth is an incredible event, no matter how it happens. So I'm here to help you take the fear out of birth through education, planning and preparation. Traditionally, women supported women after birth, mothering the mother with postpartum support because it was recognised that newborn mothers are just as vulnerable as newborn babies. Family members would look after the new mother after they gave birth, feeding them, supporting them, unburdening them from day-to-day activities and ensuring they were well-rested and healing from their labour and birth experience. The postpartum period in many cultures is about healing and adjusting to to becoming a mother to a newborn baby. They recognise that a woman's mind and body goes through a gruelling act of physical and emotional activity during labour and birth. Therefore, it's the village that takes care of the mother, feeding her, nurturing her and comforting her while she learns about herself and her baby. During this time of confinement, the woman is able to rest to replenish her energy while being provided with foods for healing and milk production for breastfeeding and postpartum support. In Western culture, we have neglected the needs of the mother and the mother neglects her own needs as well when it becomes all about the baby. It's concerning that today women spend so much time, money and resources preparing for their labour and birth, yet not many will consider the postpartum support that they may need and how to heal physically mentally and emotionally after their birth. Those early days after birth can be tiring, emotionally draining and scary, particularly for first-time mums. Yet because of our fast-paced lifestyles, so many women are getting straight back into work, going to the gym, trying to look good, slogging it out to get back to their pre-pregnancy weight and appear that they have their shit together for the sake of their family and friends. A mother needs time to grow into parenthood with her partner. As babies grow, so does the confidence of a mother. Julia Jones from Newborn Mothers states, the postpartum period is a time for the mother to rest, regain strength and care for her baby. Women need to know and understand that the healing phase is a necessity, not a luxury. And that is why postpartum support should be high priority after birth. Generally, you will hear that six weeks is how long it will take a woman to recover after birth. But this is just an estimate. Just like I say about pregnancy and birth, all women are unique and will all have differing needs for their postpartum recovery. Some women will have more swelling, bruising and pain around the perineum, the vulva and vagina than others, particularly if she's had to have an episiotomy or assisted birth with forceps or vacuum. There may also be bladder weakness and the loss of sensations of when a woman needs to urinate due to temporary damage to the nerves. Other women can continue to experience pain in the pelvic area, breastfeeding pain and stress and emotional pain. They need to be looked after, feel supported and have options to ease their pain on all levels. Women need to be encouraged to rest as much as possible so the muscles and ligaments that hold the uterus in place regain their strength. Traditionally, the body of the postpartum woman was kept warm as they lose the increased blood volume that is built up during the pregnancy. Therefore, circulation needs to be increased 
and the body warm to ensure optimum healing. Warming foods and spices to support the digestive system and boost milk production were also part of the postpartum healing protocol. Although many cultures still embrace these traditional ceremonies and confinement practices, in today's society, particularly in Western society, the chances of women taking six weeks downtime to rest, restore and recover is probably not a reality. But there are still areas that can be considered to help her through that postpartum healing and learning phase. So we have to look at transitioning into motherhood. For some women, transitioning into motherhood is a calm and uneventful experience. And then for others, it can be a huge challenge adjusting, readjusting and surviving through those first few weeks, those months and even years as the child grows and their wants and needs change. Becoming a mother is such an important moment in a woman's life, yet it, be, yet it can be so incredibly challenging. Um, time splattered with excitement, eye-opening moments like that projectile vomit across the room after a feed, and fatigue. It can be really difficult to cope when a mother doesn't get quality sleep, or she doesn't stay hydrated, or have healthy, nutritious foods to sustain her energy and breastfeeding demands. Most women eventually work out ways of doing things, but this is usually after a lot of unsolicited advice and practice runs. And if they don't feel they have it right in the first six weeks, then many women give up breastfeeding. Yet most times they just need that support, encouragement and someone to listen to them. A number of women I've worked with experience isolation, loneliness and confusion once the euphoria of bringing home their baby comes to an end and people stop making a fuss. Sometimes women also go through a grieving process because they have lost the ability to be able to do things spontaneously, perhaps even the sense of loss of their identity, especially if she's gone from a successful position within the workforce to now being a stay-at-home mum. The demands of being a newborn mum are quite different to the demands of her career. Now she has a little person to consider and things can't always be done at the drop of a hat or fit to a deadline. Suddenly the, the reality sets in and is in stark contrast to the fantasy she imagined of what becoming a mother would be like. So let's look at how a woman can nurture herself or be nurtured during the postpartum period and I encourage family and friends to take note so you know how to support that woman you are close to who, who is going to become a mother. The body. Every woman is different and will recover from childbirth at different rates. Within minutes of giving birth, the uterus starts to contract and reduce in size. Within a couple of days, the top of the fundus may be felt around the level of the belly button. And within four weeks, the uterus should be close to its pre-pregnancy size. It's important for mums to understand that it may take a while for them to go back to their pre-pregnancy size and some won't get to the pre-pregnancy size and shape for years and some won't get back to their pre-pregnancy size at all and that can create body image stress. Her perineum and vulva may still be really tender so make her some padsicles and a sit spray bottle with witch hazel and herbs and that will be a huge comfort. The abdominal muscles can take some time to adjust after being stretched for so long and some women may still look pregnant for several weeks after birth. 
Some women may end up with a pregnancy pouch that they may never be able to get rid of. Checking in with the women's health physio to see if there's a support belt that you can wear to make you feel more comfortable and supported around the abdominals, but also to monitor the pelvic floor muscles that hold the uterus, bladder and bowel in place. You may also have stretch marks, which over time will fade and become a silvery colour and less noticeable. But for some women, this can cause negative feelings about their body. Breastfeeding is a learned skill and doesn't always come naturally for all women. This can lead to cracked and sore nipples and the leading cause of cracked or sore nipples is incorrect positioning, attachment issues and using breast pumps incorrectly. Other causes can be infection, so it's important for women to get checked by a qualified lactation consultant. Love. Some women may not feel instantaneous love for their newborn either. We all adjust differently to different circumstances and changes in our lives, and becoming a mother is no different. Be patient with yourself and your new role. Have lots of skin-to-skin and smelling of your baby to trigger those bonding hormones. Do whatever it takes to feel that feels right for you. Dads also go through huge adjustments. So we also have to be mindful of what they think and feel as well and encouraging them to have skin-to-skin contact with their baby. Rest. We know the old saying, sleep when baby sleeps, and this is such good advice. Yet many new mums don't do it. They feel that they have to get their house clean or look like they've been doing something. Um, during the day. Women are conditioned from a young age that we can't be lazy, that we should be fixing things and preparing things and doing things. The routine of a baby is hardly a routine and a newborn mother can feel tired, fatigued and simply exhausted beyond cognitive thinking. A healthy mum is one who can put aside the to-do list and just sleep. You have permission to take respite and embrace the opportunity if someone offers to look after your little one or other children so you can recharge. Encouragement. When you're with a new mum, offer her encouragement. It will help to build up her confidence and know that she is doing an amazing job learning from day to day. Send her a text message from time to time with a positive message and checking in with her to see how she's coping. Help her to feel like she is in control and doing a wonderful job as a new mother. Give her the open letter to new mums and dads so that when things seem tough, this will help her to see that it's okay and she is doing the best she can with knowledge, experience and tools that she has. Be flexible. When a new mum tries to stick to a routine or be strict with times, this is when they tend to become more stressed if things don't go to plan. The key is to remind yourself that like birth, you need to be flexible and open to change. A baby doesn't come with a manual and they don't understand or respect rigid plans. You will learn the cues of your baby and develop that connection and bonding. Feelings. It is okay for for a parent to have feelings of hopelessness and distress and to voice their emotions and frustrations. Being a parent is not all fairies and unicorns. And we have to acknowledge any difficulties and challenges that parents face. Saying to a mum, cherish every moment they grow up too soon while she has had little to no sleep with a screaming baby and feels she is teetering on the border of a breakdown is not something a woman or her partner will cherish. 
It is okay for parents to show that they're vulnerable and most times they just want someone to listen and acknowledge what they're going through. Almost like validation that yes, this is a thing that happens with babies. Yes, it is really hard and you're doing such a great job as a woman and a mother. Stay hydrated and eat well. Many times with the stress and time constraints of becoming a new mother, nutritional foods are replaced with on-the-grow, quick and easy substitutes. But you can still have quick and easy and nutritious all mixed into one. It is so important for a woman to eat a healthy diet because her body has just been through a major change and it deserves to be well-nourished to promote healing. Women are encouraged to eat high-fibre foods such as avocados, pears, berries, coconuts, figs, artichokes, peas, okra, squash, Brussels sprouts, turnips, black beans, chickpeas, lima beans, split peas, lentils, nuts, flax seeds, chia seeds, quinoa, bananas, oats and beets. And these will also help to soften stools when the mum has a bowel movement. When eating high fibre foods, it's important to drink at least two to three litres of water a day, particularly if breastfeeding, and to boost the immune system and promote healing. Drinking water will also help to neutralise and alleviate the acidity of the urine, so there is less burning when you're, when you're urinating. Forgiveness. We forgive so many others for mistakes that, we make, that, that they make, and so it's important that new parents recognise that they are going to make mistakes and should be willing to forgive each other and themselves. It is all a learning curve and with each new baby they will have learnt valuable lessons from the previous one and things may seem a little bit easier. At the same time there will be new lessons to learn and experience but the important thing to acknowledge is it's okay to make mistakes. Be patient and show yourself compassion like you would a friend or another mother or parent. Support. We also have to encourage women to know that it's okay to ask for help and support or accept help when it's offered. This is one of the greatest gifts friends or family can offer a woman during the postpartum period. There is nothing to be ashamed of by asking for help. If someone asks what they can do to help, Ask for meals that can be easily reheated. Run any errands that need doing. Do the washing or some house cleaning. Take other children out to the park for a play or anything else that needs doing that will take a load off you, the mum, so you can have time to heal and sleep. Advice. There are so many ways to care for a newborn with so many different choices. Care providers, well-meaning family members, friends and even strangers can give a lot of conflicting and let's face it, annoying advice. Take advice with a pinch of salt. I always suggest to acknowledge the advice respectfully and then discard anything that doesn't resonate with you. Becoming a parent is about picking and choosing what feels right for you and your circumstances and your lifestyle. You are not obligated to do what was done by your parents when they were raising you times change. You are certainly not required to do what anyone else tells you, you to do or what you see on social media. Look out for helpful resources. Test things out and do what makes you feel safe, calm and confident about your role as a parent. So I hope these, um, this list has given you, you know, just a, a boost in about what to expect for your postpartum period 
how, what things you can do to help and support yourself or to help and support someone that you know that is going through that postpartum period as well. It takes a village. You know, we know that saying, it takes a village. We need to be sharing and caring for everyone, you know, within our circle, within our family, within our, our groups, our networks, you know, offering encouragement, encouragement, offering love, reminding women to rest, reminding women that, you know, that it's important to eat, it's important to drink, it's important to share your feelings um, you know, and know that you can forgive yourself for any mistakes that you feel you've made. Um, you have that support. Take on board any advice that really resonates with you, but then get rid of anything that doesn't and don't feel ashamed that you haven't taken advice that's been given to you. It's, it's your baby. It's your life. It's your circumstances. Um, but I think one of the important things is, is about recognising that mothers need mothering during the postpartum period. So really embrace that support that's given to you and um, take the time for your body to heal, for you know your baby to become accustomed to being in the outside world and, and learning all the, the different things around them, being exposed to all that stimulus around them as well. Everything's a learning situation for you, for your partner, for your family and, you know, even for your baby. So I hope you've enjoyed this. Thank you for listening to Back to Basics Birthing. If you would like to get more information about my childbirth education classes, Hypnobirthing Australia classes, fear release sessions, online course, VBAC education, pregnancy massage or any of my other services, please visit my website at backtobasicsbirthing.com.au.